We're alive. Y'all are on. And this is Balls. A sports podcast. Buddha. Yes. Welcome to Ball Sports Podcast. Podcast with balls about balls. We're your hosts. I'm Buddha. What's your boy Dallin, 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 Dallin. I'm up, bitch. I don't know how long, but I'm up right now. Ah, shit. <laughs> and it's Dallas, like a big fact, and it's full of facts. Yeah, 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 for, uh, Dang, Willie ain't gonna say nothing, bro. I said hello. It's Willie. Yeah, he did. Jesus Christ. I didn't hear it. <laughs> I didn't hear it, little daddy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we back. What what what, what episode are we on? I think one. Bro, you tell me you the epi- you the episode I guy, say, bro. I want to say one ninety We'll figure it out eventually. How y'all boys doing though, man? What's everybody what's everybody up to? We good? Yeah, man. We live in life, man. We're making it do what it do, baby. I'm making it do what it do, baby. Yeah. You did? Cabo boys. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I had to throw it in one more time. Here we go. I knew I knew it wasn't gonna go too long without without hearing about that. I ain't even go to Cabo, bro. That shit was nice, bro. I ain't gonna lie. Nice little vacation with the wife, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to my wife real quick, you know what I mean? We had to do it up in Cabo one time. I ain't never gonna shout her out again. There go, I said, I ain't never gonna shout her out again. Yeah, you know, I'd be lying lying to myself, you know what I'm saying? I love I love I love her raggedy ass too much not to shout out, even though she don't listen to the show, you know what I'm saying? But you know it is what it is. We out chill one time for the two time, you know what I'm saying? Three times for the four time. And what it is, cause fuck with me. Anyways. So um we got a lot to talk about. We got two <laughs> weeks worth of sports. Um so let's get right down to it. We'll start with uh, a quick recap of UFC two sixty four two weeks uh two weeks ago. Um Overall, it was a good card. Obviously, back in front of people. Um, the main fights, Sean O'Malley uh, beat Chris uh, Mutinu by knockout, referee stoppage um, due to punches. Mm. This man, wow. this man pieced he up. his face in. <laughs> Dude took 177 punches to the face. Bro, exactly. He could have took twenty more. Bro, and really could have, bro. You maybe like, could have for sure. Like that's. And then he went to his uh his uh, taekwondo class like on Monday, like two days after that fight. That man different, bro. Yeah, but um, he didn't touch. He really didn't touch Sean O'Malley at all. Um. It was basically it, it wasn't even I wouldn't even say it was a sparring <laughs> match. Like he was punching it was like he was punching a punching bag. 
And um, yeah, but he showed a lot of toughness and a lot of heart. And guys like that will always have a place in the UFC. Uh, I guess he got a four fight deal after that. Oh, nice. Um, so like, cause you know, these people like your Nate Diaz's, uh, you know, who can just sit there and get their ass. Whooped. He's definitely cut. He's definitely cutting that. Mold, yeah. Like, sure. but they're going to bleed for you. Like Forrest Griffin, you know, Stephen, one of those guys, like they don't care. They're just going to, he had his, he had his moments where he, he gave him a little bit of a scare. Now he gave O'Malley a little bit of a scare. I ain't going to say he was going to win the fight, but O'Malley definitely had points where he was like, all right, but let me chill real quick. Right. Let me chill, let me chill, let me chill, let me chill, let me fall back. Because O'Malley really wanted that knockout. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he wanted that knockout for the Suns, and he ain't really finished it all the same way the Suns didn't really finish it all. Oh, oh. but uh, that's what you call borrow shattering. So like the whole thing about it is is like, you know, I think that you know, you want you want guys like that, bro. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And then on top of that, like, after he got his ass whooped, I don't know if y'all paid attention, but Jit, like, went and taught a class the next day. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. the fuck? Jit just got up and said, yeah, bro, like, what's popping? No, nah, but uh, Sean O'Malley was on the, the Pat McAfee show, and he was talking about how like, he's like, dude, that guy's a tough motherfucker, man. He's like, I would hit him hard, and he would just keep coming and being like, yeah, what's up, bitch? Yeah, you still a bitch. Like, you kept calling me bitch and shit. I was like, oh, fuck. That hey, that'll definitely that'll that'll definitely get at you now. Yeah, for sure. Still a still a bitch, Uh, right? Like you punch me in my shit, and it's like, man, fuck it, bitch. Um, so moving on to a fight that was over pretty quickly. Uh, Tai Tuivasa beating Greg Hardy by knockout. Um, Hardy had rocked him. And then when Hardy went to finish, he mustered up God. this hit, this like left hook right on the button, and went to sleep. Slumber. Right. Oh, that man had a, a slumber party, man. <laughs> so yeah, he got nothing. So yeah. so Tai Tuivasa is a guy who, you know, before this fight, you know, wasn't ranked. Uh, I, I don't know if he is now, but like. He should be because this is these are the kind of people you want. Like if y'all yeah. saw after you know he was drinking the the shoes, the, the beer out of shoes, beer, bro. taking a shoey like from all these random people. One one person put hot sauce and beer in their shit, and he was drinking. Yeah, he drank that and shit. And he was like, yeah. "What the fuck is that? <laughs> what the fuck is that?" <laughs> yeah, like you need that's entertainment. Like he needs to be on main cards. Like agreed, regularly. He is hella entertaining, bro. Yeah. Yeah, did definitely nice with it for sure. Well, I'm trying to see if he if he ranked real quick. Find he out. He should be, bro. Hold on. He definitely should be. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing him in freaking um, you know, title fights and shit. I think he really, I think he really can, you know, bro, get shit bracket. Bro, he's not even in the top fifteen, bro. Crazy, really. Not and hasn't he won 15. like? Bro, he's, he's won five straight or something. He's thirteen and three. Why are they trying is that? I don't yeah, know. like, and but, there's other guys that are ranked, right? <laughs> so I, I imagine that that's going to need to change pretty pretty soon. Real, real fucking soon. Um, the Gilbert Burns Stephen Thompson fight was disappointing. Uh, yeah. 
the crowd booed most of this fight. They booed when Gilbert Burns won they, by decision. So there's really nothing that needs to be talked they, about. It was, they booed when it was boring. Gilbert Burns. Cool. Under underwhelming. Yes. Very underwhelming, bro. To say the least. Um, but you know the the main event where everybody was waiting for. Uh, Conor McGregor versus Dustin Poirier three, unfortunately ends in the first round due to uh, TKO by Doctor Stoppage. Um, Conor McGregor breaks his tibia. Um, you know, it was revealed later that he had multiple stress stress factors, stress fractures um, during his training camp. Because he was working on his kicks, and I mean, you saw when the fight started, he was immediately, you know, going back to his kicks. So, you know, during that moment, there was that one moment where Dustin Poirier checked a kick, and that's Mm -hmm. when it—that's when it—that's when it broke. And then that moment happened where he threw a punch, and then his ankle kind of twisted, and that just—that's when it, you know, snapped completely. Um, but it was tough because, you know, yes, uh, Poirier won that round for sure, but you know, we don't know what would have happened in the second round because no, because you, you got to look at it. Connor was doing very well standing up. He dealt most of the damage on the feet. He was doing very well. And honestly, he was doing good up until he decided to go for that submission. Which, honestly, mm-hmm. yes, in retrospect, that was a bad move. But, hey, it was smart in the moment. Like, oh, shit, he wasn't even expecting this. If I can cinch this in and choke him out. But he couldn't. Alas, here we are. So, obviously, once it went to the ground, that's when Poirier got to the ground and pound and that kind of stuff. And, yeah, Connor was taking shots. But if you really looked at Connor's face after the fight and even the next day, like, he really didn't sustain much damage. Um, whereas Connor was getting some elbows from the bottom and like lumped up Poirier pretty decently. So it's all about how you look at it. Dustin Poirier would still obviously get that round. That fight is going to start back up on the feet. So, so what I, what I'm going to say is, is that, um, I don't think, I don't think McGregor did, but I think America as a whole, we severely underestimated Dustin Poirier. Um, I I will say this much. I knew the ground and pound game was for real. I knew that I knew that shit was for real because I've seen him do it a couple of times. So, you know, I, and I mean, you knew that too. Buddha. That's yeah. why when we was watching the fight. Once he got to the ground, I was like, ah, oh, shit. Yeah, I was like, we, we knew what it as was. soon as he went down with the guillotine, I was like, I don't like this. That's not good. We knew, we knew, we knew what it was. Um, now, what it is too, <clears throat> um, McGregor just had what a lot of these fighters have. Um, at some point in time, your body's going to break down. At some point in time, you're going to have an injury. Right. Now, what it is, is that that was his injury. So we're going to see, you know, that's wear and tear. You know, like it, it, they didn't say stress fracture. They said stress fractures. Right. Right. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. as you can tell, as you can tell by the break, that, that wasn't your average break. Like, I don't want to be that guy to say that. I've seen quite a few bones break in my time through coaching and playing sports. Yeah, that wasn't that wasn't your average break. That doesn't happen on a regular right. Okay, and that 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 takes time. You know what I mean? It takes time. Um, you know that you got to realize McGregor hasn't been on the same training schedule as he usually is. Um, 
Also, you know, he's he's got to get back used to the grind again, man. He's just, he's got to get back used to it. And uh, hopefully he bounces back so we can see another fight of his. But don't be shocked if, if one of two things is going to happen. He's either going to bounce back tremendously, and before you know it, he's right back on top. Or this this could be, you know, the start of, of, a, of a long and dramatic fall-off, as it does with most of these these greats. Right, we, we don't see it in between where it's like, yeah, he did okay for the rest of his time. It's either they come back and they're phenomenal or they come back and it's just like, ooh, we're watching the train kind of derail a little bit, right? And and the reason why I say this is because if you think about these injuries, you think about like the Anderson Silvas and 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 and, and right. other and that's exactly what this injury is. It is exactly yeah. yeah. And 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 the thing about it is is that Anderson Silva had that same surgery too. You know what I mean? And and he didn't necessarily come back the same way. So this is where we're really going to see Connor's greatness. If he doesn't come back from it, it is what it is. It doesn't hurt his legacy. It's just he got injured. Like, that. that's what happens, right? He's injured. But, you know, that is definitely something to watch. Like, this is really going to, you know, dictate his legacy. Does he come back and win another belt? If he comes back and win another belt, then you got to have him in the conversation as one of the greats. You know what I mean? But this is something we've seen. UFC, I mean, guys, it's a combat sport. People get hurt. It was his time. Right. You know what I mean? And, and and the fact that people are taking it away from Dustin Poirier, like, I mean, I don't like Dustin Poirier either. I think he's a bit of an asshole. I mean, Conor McGregor's an asshole too. It's just Conor McGregor's way more entertaining, so I tend to like him more than Dustin Poirier. But they're both assholes. But, um, you know, we, we still got to give Poirier some kind of props, man. Like, he beat that man twice in a row, whether injury or not injury. Say again? I'm not giving them credit for that. Like, I don't think people discredit him as a fighter, but they're not about to credit yet that dub as like, oh yeah, you beat Connor again. I feel like they'll get I mean, discredited in that. I'm not. I'm, like, not I'm not gonna give him give you that. The guy already injured himself prior to going in, and then he breaks his leg kicking you. I'm not saying you really. I'm not gonna sit there and say you did anything to get that dub. Which so like, I'm, I'm not, not gonna. And I feel like he came in. Like, Connor's obviously the more popular fighter, so he's going to have more fans. He's mm-hmm. the more of the popular two, but last we checked, Connor got knocked out last. So I feel like, if anything, if anybody's discrediting him, is the fact that you know, the fight didn't finish. Like, you did all this rah-rah at the end of the fight, all this imitating Connor at the end of the fight, walking around, but the fight never really actually, you know, you didn't win the fight, really. Right. A doctor stopped it. Right. So that's what I'm discrediting. Is that No, yeah, well, I... I Justified a means to me. I was I was gonna get to that. I was gonna say like I didn't like the 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 mimicking part. That's what hurt him the most at the end of the day. However, <clears throat> the reason why I can't retake really time, time though. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, go ahead, bro. No, no, say your point. No, say your point. Say I was, your point. No, I was saying at the same time though. Connor was hella disrespectful though. Like this man was yeah, talking but- about his this man wife, how she was DMing him and shit, and like all That's this cool. other stuff. And that was even like. Previous to the fight, so like I could understand why you would want to, like, all right, like fuck this dude, you know, because it's just like yeah, you, you can know, like, fuck this dude, but you have your hands up in the air like you want to fight as if you actually did something when really he just broke his leg, and that's it. Like, right, I'm all for the talk, I'm all for the talk talking, but it's like don't, at, like don't walk around after the fight as if you did something to really actually win that fight, We're like or like as if you actually you didn't do nothing. Like y'all gotta see each other again now because of this. Gotcha. Like. And it's like, other than that, I would have been fine. Like somebody, somebody even say he probably would have won. He probably yeah. would have went five rounds. And you feel me? And that's all. And that's great and dandy. But let me see that. Don't just. I feel. If that. you're gonna talk, talk before, talk before and after. 
but don't talk as if don't talk after if there was an actual decision. Like if you didn't actually knock them out, submit them, or the judges say you won. Like doctor oh. stoppage is in the dub to, to be gotcha. selling out. So this is that's that's what I was gonna add to. I was gonna allude to that also. I was gonna say I understand the trash talking or whatever. The mimicking is what hurt him the most because at the end of the day, I look at it like this. I look at it almost kind of like a school fight, right? Where if we're gonna really talk about it, I mean, he did his thing up until up until Connor got up until Connor got hurt. We can't say, oh yeah, like Connor was dominating the fight. Like Connor was easily going to win that fight. We can't say that about Poirier either. Right. But mm-hmm. I can promise you, there was a lot of people in the United States of America who was not expecting that fight to go like that because McGregor got his swagger back. McGregor looking like the mean guy. We was thinking like, damn, this fight about to be a wash. And Poirier was there with him, taking licks, taking blows, and, and dishing him out too. You know what I'm saying? So for me, I'm like, all right, cool. Like we still got to give him some kind of credit. Mm-hmm. We ain't got to give him a lot of credit, but we got to give him some kind of credit. Like For I that fight? Want... No. I'm not giving him any credit for that fight. Understand. For one round, I can do it. Understand. It was two, but understandable. I mean, I, I, I get where you're coming from. All I'm saying is for me. Two rounds? Two rounds? For me, well, it was, in the, it was in the second round that he got hurt. Um, no, it was at the end of the first round. McGregor got hurt at the end of the first round. I thought McGregor got hurt in the second round. I don't think he even got to the second round. It was the first round. It was like like 13 seconds left in the first round. Okay, cool. I still still give him some kind of credit. I want to see that fight again. Um, I think that Poirier is super underrated, regardless of who he is as a person, regardless of his character. I think he's supremely underrated. And uh, I think he's a tough out. I don't think it's an easy fight. I think I think it's a tough out. If you ask, I mean, me. it is. It isn't. You just knocked the last time y'all fought. You knocked Conor McGregor out. Yeah, he's a tough. It he's a tough. Can't, out. Be, can't be an easy out. You just you knocked the notorious one out. Not a lot of people can say they knocked Conor out. That's big facts, my boy. You snap. You snapped on that one. How many times has McGregor? How many times has McGregor been knocked out? When they fight again, Conor's going to be the underdog. I can see that. You said how many times is what? How many times has Connor been knocked out? Once. This was his first time. That was his first. He got knocked out the first time by Poirier. Yeah, he's never been knocked out before. That's why. That's why. That's why it's like okay, bro. Like, yeah, you're the first person to get this off, but like, Diaz choked him out, didn't it? Yeah, that was a submission. Yeah. Yeah, Diaz and Khabib. Diaz and Khabib uh, won by submission. That's wild as fuck. Mm-hmm. You just put me on. I did not know that. I thought I thought he'd been knocked out before. No, Connor has mm-hmm. a chin. Wow. Right, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's why that's what that's the only reason I was backlashing the yeah, whole. Because you gotta think. Not giving bro, just Poirier is nobody, I feel like niggas know who Poirier is. That's why his right. that's why this Connor Poirier is so big. Cause it's like if there was anybody that could whoop your ass, it's the nigga that knocked you out first hey. round. And you knocked out first round. Hey, knows. Mm-hmm. Right. What's up? Knows. Think about it like this, bro. Uh-huh. Like, uh, he went five rounds with Nate Diaz at 170. <laughs> yeah. Right. When he normally fights at like 145. 145, 150. 
You want that's, to- this, we're talking about Poirier, right? No, McGregor. No, McGregor. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's right. That's right. Five that's right. You sure fucking did. Fucking Diaz. He sure oh, fucking did. They took he everything sure Nate was throwing did. at him. Eight. Yeah. That fight was so good. <laughs> but yeah, so I hope you, just, you know. I like, I like the injury because now it makes that you got to. It's like a WWE rivalry. Now you got to prolong yeah, their yeah. little rivalry. Well, I just hope I just hope he's able to come back. So I hope you know it's a speedy recovery. I hope. It's all I hope he's in the hospital. I hope he has. I hope he takes videos in the hospital of him selling the. Oh, fuck he out. was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, he's like, you. Oh, he's he, like, oh, he was in the bro. hospital. He was in his hospital bed, like, oh, you fucking coward. You beat nobody. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yes, that's what I need. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Cause now, if you come back and he whoop your ass, then grit. Facts. So be it. Facts. Now you grit. All right. It'll be the end all. The next, the last fight, the Poirier McGregor four. Yeah, that shit's gonna be war. <laughs> That's just gonna be fucking. That's just gonna be fucking war. Facts. Um, it might be a bare knuckle that who. <laughs> so, uh, so to move over to uh, WWE real quick, some things have gone down in the wrestling world. Um, I don't believe we mentioned this because it hadn't happened yet. The last time we recorded, Alistair Black is officially in AEW. Um, we didn't talk about this on the pod, did we? No, we did not. No, no. Okay, so Alistair, Alistair Black, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. Tommy End, and he is now known as uh, Malachi Black in AEW. Um, he Ooh. made his debut a couple weeks ago, and he immediately started a feud with Cody Rhodes, who is like one of their top guys. So he is instantly in a top card feud that like everybody's part of. And the wrestling world went bananas because how did this possibly happen? He just got fired yeah. 30 days ago. And as it turned, no, no, no. WWE, for their main roster superstars, they have a 90 day no compete clause in their contract. So everybody's like, there's no way that WWE waived that. Turns out the NXT superstars, their, um, their non competes only 30 days. And when they called uh, Alistair, when they called Alistair okay. to the main roster, they did not upgrade his contract. Lovely. So he was, what a loophole. So he was wrestling under his same <laughs> contract. So 30 days later, he genuinely surprises people by showing up in this feud. And they did it perfectly. Cody Rhodes was in like this this match to end his last feud that he was in. One of those uh uh Turn the strap matches where you got to like touch the turnbuckle and stuff to win. Mm-hmm. So like the all the lights went out during the match. This match opened the show. Um, all the lights went out and then came back on, and it was like, oh, they probably fucked up. I was like, they they probably fucked up because it was at what's that place in Miami uh, where they be having events? Where do we see uh, eighty five South uh, American Airlines? No, 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 no. The other little joint, the James L Knight Center. Yes, the James All Night Center. So it was like the power went out, and I was like, ah, it is the James All Night Center. Power might have, you know, fucked up real quick. <laughs> and then later on that night, Cody Rhodes is back out in the ring with Arn Anderson. You know, they're having a little, doing a little promo, and then the lights go out again. And it's like, that's mad coincidence because this happened to Cody earlier. Lights come back on, mm-hmm. and Alistair, well, sorry, Malachi is just standing there. 
The crowd goes fucking bananas. He hits Arn Anderson with Black Mass. And then Ooh. fucking Yeah. And then and then Cody runs up and he drops Cody with Black Mass. I'm like, ah shit. And then this past it. this this past week was nuts because uh Cody comes out to the ring in an all white suit, right? And he's he's calling out Malachi Black. And then it on the Titantron it cuts to black somewhere, you know, having a promo with him, right? Going back and forth. And it's like, ah, we're not gonna see this. And Cody Rhodes is like, you know, I want to fight you now. I don't want to wait. Where are you? I want to fight. And then Malachi Black goes, I thought you'd never ask. Lights go out, come back up, and he's right there in the ring, bro. Like, oh, shit. And then they start (laughs) brawling. Security separates them. So, like, Malachi Black about that action. Like, I'm I'm here for it, bro. Like The definition of (laughs) pull-up. Right. So Literally. Literally. The definition of fight, bro. He's he's back now <laughs> nice. in AEW and and his his wife is now back with the WWE. Zelina Vega has has officially returned and uh, you know she was just recently in this Money in the Bank uh, ladder match. So uh, I'm gonna recap Money in the Bank, which was this past Sunday. Honestly, yeah, recap recap that thing, my boy. Really good pay per view. Like like I'm so happy wrestling's back in front of fans first and foremost. Um, you know, they were in Fort Worth, Texas uh, for um, – or no, sorry, they were in Houston for SmackDown. They were in Fort Worth for uh, the Money in the Bank pay-per-view. Um, but the crowd being back, back brings that, like, different energy that uh, really has been missing energy. for a year and a half. You've been missing for a year and a half, Ladetti. Yeah. <laughs> um, so <laughs> – <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, listen, I I didn't watch the Money in the Bank, but I kept up with it on Bleacher Report. Can I just say Bleacher's Bleacher Report like match by match thing is not really like a cast, but it's like you can just consistently refresh it. That's like the best thing smoking. Right. It, it, it's I mean, if you like to read, I'm not saying that we all don't like to read listeners. I'm just saying if you like to read. <laughs> if you like to read, like it's it's just it's just as good as like being there. They do a really good job. Like the Bleacher Report, I'll say this: Bleacher Report wrestling writers are up there with any any squad of writers. They're genu- in the sports. World. They're genuine. Fans. They're they're yeah. fucking good. Yeah, they are. They're good. Like I mean, if 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 I I would it would behoove you. Well, I listen to, to one go of, and read some of those articles. I listen to one of their podcasts. Um, like Mike Hiari, he already he always has his little thing at the bottom. The Ring Rust Radio. Mm-hmm. Right. I saw that podcast from one of his little things on Blue Show Report, and I'm like, oh yeah, and now that's my wrestling podcast that I listen to every week. Bro, like he he they're legit, yep. legitimately good, bro. Like he it's 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 good. Yeah, so it's good. Them boys really get after it. So speaking of good, Money in the Bank. Um, to start things out on the pre-show. Uh, for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships, the Mysterios versus the Usos. The Usos win and become seven-time Tag Team Championships. It was a great match. I'm just mad that it was on the pre-show and not on the actual pay-per-view. Um, so now the entire bloodline has titles. Roman right. Reigns is your universal champion, and the Usos as your SmackDown hey, Tag Team. need to run us a check, boy. Niggas called this Yes. We called this ages ago. Yes. So the pay-per-view starts, and the first match is the women's Money in the Bank ladder match. 
where you had uh, Zelina Vega, Asuka, Naomi, Alexa Bliss, Nikki Ash, formerly Nikki Cross, um, uh, 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 Natalia, Tamina, and Liv Morgan. And uh, honestly, one of the weaker women's Money in the Bank ladder matches I've seen. My my issue with women's matches when they have these kind of gimmicks, there's a lot of hesitation on their parts. Like they're they're scared to kind of scariest do what they're, they're about do. to do. So it's like there's always like this extra long delay that just makes things just seem like okay, like it's looking overly scripted because like they're trying they're being overly scripted and trying to figure out okay exactly when to do this and this. So that kind of takes a lot of the, the joy out of it. But there were some good moments. Um, you know, what's interesting is now that WWE is back in front of a crowd, you know, it's so long. They have to find out if some of these new gimmicks that people have started and some of these different types of characters, like how are the fans going to actually react to these characters? Like we have no we have no gauge other than like social media, but you can't really necessarily always trust what you're seeing on Twitter and stuff. Um, yeah. especially with a, a such a wide demographic of fans that WWE has. So, like, really, those live crowds is what's going to give it to you. And, and or so X. It, Huh? Either that or X. Right. So, um, you know, Asuka was super over with the crowd. Uh, Naomi was super over with the crowd. Damn, Lynn I went above y'all heads like that. Yeah, it did. Explain, explain it to us, I said, please. He said it. That's what gonna give it to you. I said either that or X. You know, X. Oh, like X is gonna give it to you. Uh, okay. okay. <laughs> I was, I wasn't paying attention. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> that is good. All right, all right. Recipe to X, by the way. This right. shit. Right. <laughs> that was worthy. That was worthy of running it back. <laughs> that was worthy of running it back. I was like, in the back of my head, I was like, he's running this back. If that shit is whack, I'm not gonna let his ass. I thought it'd be hella silent like Damn bro, you stopped the you stopped the whole flow of the show to tell us that whack ass don't know that's good. That definitely went over my head. He would have just told us that shit. We, we would just carry on our conversation after he said it. <laughs> like, yeah, all right, cool. Thanks. All right. All right, so, um, the, uh, the next match. Uh nah, but the uh the, so like I said, the match was kind of sloppy. Some good moments. Um, Nikki Ash ends up winning. I hate her gimmick. I, you know, I like Nikki Cross as a wrestler, but this almost a superhero gimmick is like they basically took Molly Holly and uh, the Hurricane and combined them. Stand back. So there's a hurricane coming through. That was literally that was literally what I was about to say. I was about to be like, you know, I, I think it's just. I think one of the reasons why we really don't fuck with why we really don't fuck with the superhero thing is because they killed WWE them. has done so bad, bad with it. Well, I know, like and they've it, been trash with and it. And not only that, those roles are never really taken seriously. Never. They were always little you're an idiot. So well, like any any push is always brief. I ain't a lot any, of you like I so, you, once you once you drop the superhero role, you become the best cruiserweight champion of all time. There you go. <laughs> there you go. So maybe this is so maybe this is that bridge gimmick for her. So we'll we'll see what yeah. happens. Um, it's 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 a little it's a little tragic. You know what I'm saying? It's a little tragic because you know that was one of the things that I thought 
made WCW great. Yeah. Was how they, they, they really like these hero guys. They really made them something. Because they weren't you know really, I mean? but they weren't superheroes. They were characters. Okay. You feel me? Like, okay. WWE, stupid. Good point. Like, Good point. Like, right, right, right. Put a, WWE put a cape on you and a mask until you get out there and act like you first lie. <laughs> For the kids. Like, come on. Like, they. WCW is easy, like it's colorful outfits, it's the way I speak. It's, they do this. They do this for the for the kids who don't buy the tickets to the live events, who don't pay the bills in their house to where they can watch the show, who don't buy merchandise. Right, it's all the their kids parents. The fuck, yeah, like we put on. Like these kids still love the Undertaker, and he ain't PG. Right, like like what are you talking about? Dude? Nobody <laughs> cares about that. Nobody want to see Coco Puffs see. Fruity Pebbles ass John Cena attire in the ring no more. That shit dead. John Cena already told y'all it was wrong. Y'all shouldn't have did it. Y'all did it for too long. Y'all should have let him retire well, with Make-A-Wish Foundation, but y'all didn't do it. Here's a little more foreshadowing. Uh, we're going to see that soon. Um, yeah, John so, Cena back, <laughs> So up next, the Raw Tag Team Championship match. Uh, John Cena hella back, bro. <laughs> AJ Styles. John Cena hella back. AJ Styles and almost successfully retained their titles against the Viking Raiders. Um, yeah, it was it was a cool match. Like it, the outcome was expected, but uh, yeah, like no issues with the match though. It was good. Okay. Um, the for the WWE Championship. Kofi Kingston versus Bobby Lashley. Uh, Bob, as Kofi refers to him as. Um, not Bob. He calls him, he calls him <laughs> Bob in all his promos. Not, not yeah, yeah. Bob. It's like, Bob. Like, <laughs> Bobby Lashley absolutely murdered Kofi. Uh, as I, I had a feeling he would. Uh, that previous week on Raw, Bobby lost clean to Xavier Woods. Ooh. where afterwards Bobby was pissed, went to the ring. MVP was trying to do one of his, like, VIP lounge segments where all the girls were there, and it was set up, you know, with the couches. Bobby gets in there, kicks all the girls out, starts throwing the couch around and stuff, and he said on the mic, I'm sick of this bullshit. Like, mm. we need to stop all the partying, stop all this. We need to get back to what we're doing, hurt people. And sure enough, <laughs> he, to them he, yeah, Bobby. He, Dog shit. Honestly, <laughs> shouts out to Kofi because Kofi got fucked up in this match, and he yeah. sold like a champ that he is. Um, he yes, it's unfortunate. He always wanted to get his ass whooped. Right. It's unfortunate <laughs> that it happened to Kofi, uh, just because it's it's you know it's Kofi. I think his redemption will happen at some point. You know, I, I don't think there's not going to be another title run for him. I I still think he has more title runs in him. So well. You know, we'll wait and see on that. But um, honestly, this did what it needed to do. Made Bobby Lashley look super fucking dangerous to set up for SummerSlam, which I'll get to after we recap the pay-per-view. Um, for the Raw Women's Championship, Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair. Wouldn't you know, Charlotte Flair wins the title. Uh, and and yeah. let process this real quick in your head. <laughs> For the eleventh time in five years, come on, bro. Nobody even John Cena. Come on, the eleventh time I'm, in I'm gonna, five years. I'm, for the eleventh time in five years, Charlotte is bro, the bro. women's champion. Bitch wins the title twice. A, bitch wins the title twice a year. 
Exactly. What kind of bullshit is that? How they want her to win. They, 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 want they, they need her to, her to get up to 17. Bro. Like They need her they to beat her daddy. They want her to get as many Bro, as and then, and then how many um how many title matches did has she had? Who Rhea Ripley? No, nah, or Charlotte. No, um, oh Charlotte, an unbelievable amount. An oh, like, un- come on, like an unbelievable amount. So there's so um, many women superstars that you just gotta like, have a match. aren't even getting credit. They owe me. Well, no, I, uh, Amber Moon's still sitting here. I ain't seen her carrying no title around. I ain't even seen her get as much as a goddamn push. And you still yeah. got this bro. Scarecrow I, I gotta be you got this I gotta I, scarecrow with a bib, with a BBL. Not a scarecrow <laughs> with a BBL. <laughs> bro, what's up with you, bro? Go to sleep, bro. This man woke up now, and chose not a, violence, bro. Not a, not a, scare, not a scarecrow not with a scarecrow BBL. with a BBL, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's the funniest shit I heard. Dylan, you're a wild not a, boy. Not with a BBL. <laughs> not with a not with a BBL. Yes, bro. The scare, the scarecrow. <laughs> BBL. <laughs> so, so Dylan, who she went to see? Doctor Miami? Hell no. Nah. She went to go see. <laughs> I was about to say, you just tried. Dr. Idaho. She Idaho potatoes, bitch. What are you talking about? <laughs> Dr. Lake Okeechobee. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Everglades. What are you talking about? Yo. Yeah. That's funny. She went to the bookie. Yeah, she went to the bookie. Yeah, I'm boy snapping hard right now. The bookie didn't that scare you, hella hard. Um, <laughs> that was that was funny as fuck, man. Yeah. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna move on from there. Uh, so up next we had the the men's money in the bank match, and you know, kind of honestly, opposite of the women's, like this might be, if not the, it's one of the best men's money in the bank ladder matches I think that's ever happened. But did you? But did you add it to the wrestling matches of the year? No. Um, I don't know if it's match of the year worthy Ooh. yet. I don't. But, I don't know. It's uh, but just because it's the best of a of a kind of match doesn't necessarily mean it was a better match than the these other either regular matches or whatever other stipulations those were. So, but I, it might be. I might have to rewatch it a couple times and and no, for sure. Um, but anyway, so in this match was Kevin Owens, Drew McIntyre, Riddle. Ricochet, John Morrison, Big E, Shinsuke Nakamura, and Seth Rollins. Quite possibly one of the most stacked um, talent-wise ladder matches ever. Um, Honestly, every single one of these guys got the shit kicked out of them. All of them took punishment. All of them took painful bumps, um, which for those who don't know wrestling terms, that means like a fall of some kind. Um, like Kevin Owens took a power bomb through the ladder, like on the outside, broke the ladder in half. Like it was, it was rough. Ricochet was flying all over the place. Um, it ultimately culminated with Big E winning money in the bank. Um, yeah. I predicted that shit too. You know, it, you know, a lot of people may have seen it coming, but the way it, it was the right choice. Out of everybody there, 
Biggie is the right choice for this. Um, they right. took Drew McIntyre out of the equation uh, by Jinder mm-hmm. Mahal interfering. Jinder Mahal and his goons. So they beat up Drew and dragged him out. Jinder Mahal's? Which was a smart choice because a lot of people were afraid that Drew McIntyre might win that because, you know, he's been like the top Winning guy Roman. for a while. He's been, he's yeah. been, he's been Roman Reigns 2017. I think I, – I, I don't think Vince knew – I feel like Triple H or somebody must have gotten his ear and said, look, if Drew wins this, the crowd will boo him. Because 100% that's what would have happened. They wanted Big E to win this. Like Big E or people would have been okay if Seth Rollins won it or Kevin Owens. Not Drew. Drew's been the number one guy for the past year and a half. Give me somebody else. So... Uh, they made the right well, the thing, the thing, the, the thing about Drew is, to be honest with you, bro, it's just like, you know, there there's something that they they failed to do when it was time to market them. Um, they haven't marketed them very well. Um, I thought they was off to a hot start during quarantine when they had the whole um, Ireland bit. I was like, okay. I was like, them boys, them boys is on to something here. Them boys is on to something. And they... They folded. I always felt like he needed a mouth too. Like he needed somebody to kind of like, you know, get him, get him in check and say the things he wanted to say. Cause I don't like him on the mic either. Right. He, 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 he bothers me on the mic. Not gonna lie. No cap. No, cap. <laughs> no I'm just being honest, bro. Like, it's just like, damn, like I got to hear you talk again, my G. Like, come on, bro. We need to do better. You need to step your game up. He need he needs some John Cena. To to try as that like he did Roman Reigns to get right. Oh God! Facts. Um. So speaking of Roman Reigns, to uh, finish the night, the main event, rightfully so, Roman Reigns versus Edge. Hell of a match. Had all the bells and whistles. You know, interference on both sides, and you know Seth Rollins coming in and kind of costing Edge the match. Just honestly, a great, a great bit of storytelling like all around um so that was it was it was really fun to watch um but it culminated after that to roman reigns getting on the mic saying now everyone will acknowledge me and that's when john cena's horns and music started playing hey and, that uh, pop was stupid. Oh, man. that pop was crazy from the crowd. I bet. Um, that pop was this is the perfect time for John Cena to come back. For sure. This is the sure. perfect time. You know, my, my whole my whole thing is not only is it a perfect time to come back, but talk about getting your flowers now. Yes. Yeah. Right? Like oh, talk damn. about getting like like you can tell, like it was one of those like, damn, John, like the streets miss you. Damn, miss you, like, it. Oh, <laughs> and, they, and they really did, bro. <laughs> we miss we miss your, we miss miss your, your fucking stupid ass, ugly three moves having that what are you mean? Fucking fucking them bugle boys jean short head ass. Well, have you back, bitch. Don't leave us, bro. We know we know you're gonna leave in about four or five months so you can go do another right, right, We right, have right. you here for now. You know what I, mean? I know what you're doing. We you just want to you wanted to show the rock how it was supposed to be done. I feel. I ain't gonna lie to you. I ain't gonna lie to you. For what it's worth, that's exactly what he did. 
That's exactly that's exactly what The Rock should have done. Yeah, like that whole intro part, like he had the fucking towel and he's talking to the guy. The camera guy daps him up. <laughs> I've oh, never man, seen. Man, I've oh, never yeah. seen my company. That I've never hard. seen a cameraman do anything with you any of the mean, guys. He comes up, daps him up, and he's like. And what made it even better, like the first words he says, because you know he always says shit to the camera. Hey, he hey, says, hey, Buddha, "It's been too long." You said what? I'm like. You got the video of that? I need that. Yeah, he said it's been too long. Yeah, yeah, bro. That shit was so lit, bro. Like, I I didn't even think it was going to be that big of a deal because, again, I didn't watch the pay-per-view. But I got on Twitter and John Cena was trending, like, for a while. And I was like, man, watch this boy intro be regular as shit. And then Roman Reigns set it up perfect, too, because Roman Reigns was talking his shit. Then the music hit. (laughs) Listen. Listen, what was Roman great? Reigns was talking his shit, hey, let me, boy. Let me tell you this. One of the best hires by WWE has been the hiring of Pat McAfee to do commentary for SmackDown. Um, he is excellent because uh, I don't know if y'all remember when Mauro Ronaldo was doing commentary for SmackDown, but he, you know, he does like a lot of the Showtime boxing pay-per-views and things like that. He, when he was calling matches, he didn't want to know what was going to happen. He didn't want to know the outcome. He, he wanted to genuinely act in the moment. That way he's giving a genuine reaction to things, right? So Pat McAfee's the same way. He doesn't want to know because he's just a fan. And he's going to, like, mark out as a fan. So, like, when John Cena's music hits, Pat McAfee freaks the fuck out. <laughs> and, and Michael Cole goes, it's John Cena! And Pat McAfee's response is, where? I can't see him. <laughs> <laughs> Dumb ass. Bro, it was fucking perfect. It was perfect, bro. But, That's um, awesome. No, but honestly, great moment. Um, definitely one of like the top 10 returns ever, I'd say. Like that pop was incredible. Um and I think probably just the culmination of fans being back in attendance, like that was a moment. But I, I do want to take a second and, no pun intended, acknowledge Roman Reigns. Um, the work he is doing, the the little minute things that he does in the, with this new heel character, he might go down as my favorite of this generation. Like, and... And this is coming from somebody I was very critical of Roman Reigns as a babyface and everything, but like not really critical of him in the ring. You know, that was really never the issue, his angry work. He's always been pretty clean in the ring. Um, but his little things that he does now, the shit talking, and now that the fans are there, he has more people to feed off of and talk shit to and like make eye contact as I'm talking shit and fucking this man up that you're cheering for. Like, there's. Even when the cameras aren't rolling, like there's a video of him exiting, right? Pay-per-view's already gone off the air. And he's walking through the crowd like this with his arms spread, you know, just walking because he's still champ. You know, he's still the man. And one of the fans grazes his hand. And, like, you just see him pull away like this, like, disgusted, and, like, just wiping his hand on his pants and shit. Ha! Don't touch like, he didn't, like, he didn't have to do that. Like, cameras weren't rolling, bro. Like, you could have just cleared it. Like you stayed in that shit, and like even online, um, bro, like he basically was saying some shit. Like in the end, you know, they will all acknowledge me. Nothing's changed now that he's back. Like uh, he unfazed. 
Um, so. He's like, welcome back, pussy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, pretty much what he's saying. <laughs> so that kind of that kind of transition to uh, Monday night, where John Cena opened the show and just made it clear that he's coming for Roman Reigns because he thinks Roman Reigns is kind of an asshole. Um, that's what he said. So that's what it's going to be. But I guess we're going to be seeing a lot of John Cena on Raws and SmackDowns and stuff over this like stretch to SummerSlam. Uh, just because, you know, fans are back and it'll drive up ratings. And, you know, you know ratings are you know, all that good shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, let's see. What else happened? Oh, so there was a rematch between Charlotte Flair and Rhea Ripley on Monday Night Raw uh, for the title. Charlotte, of course, gets herself disqualified so she can hold on to her title. Oh. Which was, you know, a shitty thing to do. But it didn't matter. Rhea was pissed. Rhea beat the fuck out of Charlotte. And then Nikki Ash comes down to the ring, cashes in her women's money in the bank, and becomes champion. Beats Charlotte. So Nikki Ash is now the Raw Women's Champion. So they just let, bro, they letting Charlotte get that title like 24 7. They let her hold that shit for a day. For no reason. Like it's a 24 7 belt. Like you really your daddy's son. Literally. Yeah, you really your daddy's son. It's wild, bro. They gave her the belt like she all truth. Facts. Yeah, that's it. No facts. Our truth is winning that shit every day. She saw saw she saw more title raising her. She got hot. Right. She uh, man. man. Um, but yeah, uh, Keith Lee came back finally. Finally, what the fuck? He been on crack or something? He's been gone for seven months. Shit. Nobody's seen Shit. him since January, since before. No, the I feel like uh, oh. it made me feel like he was on crack or something. I, I don't know, but he came back just to lose to Bobby Lashley. <laughs> <laughs> His big de- re-debut got a big loud pop from the crowd just to take a L, man. Was it a bad L though? It wasn't good. <laughs> like the like the match was less than five minutes. Oh no. He about to be the next Braun. They about to Braun Strowman that boy. Yeah, that's what it's looking like, my boy. <laughs> <Cut>. <laughs> That's oh, life, man. Oh, that's, by the way, hold on. sorry, quick. Or he's gonna talk about his the hurt business. Oh, Girl. so anyway, yeah. Before I get to that, so um, yeah, after he beats Keith Lee, uh, we got another return to WWE, and we got Bobby Lashley's opponent for SummerSlam. It's fucking Goldberg. Can this man go fucking? While the wrestling world was pre- while the wrestling world was praying for Brock Lesnar, and Bobby Lashley was praying for Brock Lesnar, no, 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 no. We get Goldberg. Goldberg. But you know Goldberg is like the opening act to Brock Lesnar now, so even I mean, he gotta go ahead. Bro, and go through no, the fact that WWE thinks he's an adequate substitute for Brock Lesnar is nuts. He's not. He just is opening act. Brock Lesnar not ready. For- Brock Lesnar probably on probably in another state somewhere. He's like, I'm gonna need another month or so, Vince. So figure it out. 
Nah, bro, but SummerSlam, bro, but SummerSlam is huge. SummerSlam is WrestleMania part two, bitch. Bro, I don't I care nothing about that shit. <laughs> <laughs> If Rock is in if Rock is in Hungary for a month, he in Hungary for a month, and you gonna have to figure out something till I get back. Y'all better have my check ready for me too. Shit, like that. He ain't lying, but he ain't lying about that. That you know why he you know why I gotta be on uh, Goldberg because Undertaker done for real for real now. So yeah. <laughs> right, been, so so he takes the the you know the sixty year old who wrestles. Yeah, Goldberg is now Vince McMahon's uh, like. Yeah, security blanket like the phone call. He's Undertaker, yeah. Goldberg, his the, the Batman phone. Whenever Vince needs somebody to come do a match for no reason, this makes me sick. That's a wasted Bobby. Wait, Lashley really? match. That's a wasted Bobby Lashley match because it's gonna be th- it's gonna be a, a, a minute and a half max. Yeah, Please. it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be kind of boring. that's a wasted my, that's my a wasted goodness. match. Bobby Lashley could put on a great match with somebody. He really could. Yeah, and you're gonna give him a minute and thirty. With Goldberg, who's going to make it look really sloppy. So it's going to make it look like Bobby Lashley's really sloppy when he's not. Mm-hmm. He's just fighting fucking Goldberg. It's straight. Watch go, Watch Bobby toss his goofy ass around. I would love that. <laughs> like that oh, would be awesome. Yeah, you got to do that. You got to do that so that way it's like, all right, Yo, bro, like this is really watch, your time. Like, don't come back no more. Watch Goldberg fucking win. No, that's not happening. Bitch, we didn't think hold on. We didn't think Goldberg, Goldberg was gonna be wins. the fiend for the title. And he did exactly. in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, but he's got his ass He's got his ass whooped almost Oh, after. but no, that, that was the fiend, no. the fiend took his first loss in the middle of a day during a pay-per-view in Saudi Arabia. It happened at was, noon. It happened at noon our time. But that was the politics. fiend took his first L. But that was politics. Will maybe on or something that's nuts. Because think about it, though. Like, you know, because you've been talking, like, for months about this, like, big E push, right? What if, like, you know, Goldberg wins and that's the cash-in? Nah. Opportunity. No. I don't like it. No, they don't. I don't like it. No. Let me tell you what I do like. I okay. do like the fact that Bobby Lashley beat the fuck out of Kofi. And mm-hmm. I wish that Big E would have come out on Raw and said... I'm cashing in at SummerSlam. You beat the fuck out of my dog. Oh, beat the fuck out of my other dog. No, no, no. Now you're dealing with now you're dealing with the pit bull of the new day. But that's the thing. Like, if he's fresh off whooping Kofi ass, and now you're like, you feel me? You fresh off whooping Kofi ass. You fresh off Big E getting what he got. Goldberg ain't about. There's nothing. Goldberg finna go in there and take a humble ass whooping. I know, but that. But Dylan, my 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 point is like, I'm not mad that it's Goldberg. I'm mad that it's Goldberg for SummerSlam. Like oh, yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah. like that's what I'm because now what Biggie's gonna yeah, go for it at like some random great <laughs> balls of fire pay per view that no one's gonna fucking watch. Like, right. like long, these are part, unless unless they're gonna save it for WrestleMania, but then that's fine. But like, I feel like Biggie should. I feel like you shouldn't give Biggie a uh because uh, the thing is. If Biggie were to face Bobby at SummerSlam, mm-hmm. Biggie's gonna lose for mm-hmm. sure. Why is that? Because I don't see him taking that title off of him just yet. I feel like it's gonna like I feel like before Biggie gets the title, it's gonna have to be like you're gonna go have to go through some shit like a nice little trial and tribulation period. Okay, how long? How long do you think Bobby Lashley's gonna have the title for? When is when is SummerSlam? August. So that'll be that'll be four months for him as champion in August. 
That's good. That's more. That's less. That's I expected him to like first. I feel like he should have had at least a good six months. As long okay. as he, I feel like he definitely should have belt for at least a good six months. So maybe to like Survivor Series in November. And he's a power. Like the, the, those type of guys, guys like Bobby Lashley. Those are the guys that can hold titles for two hundred plus days, bro. Like easily biggest shit. <laughs> yeah, like you're not supposed yeah. to just be coming in there whooping their ass. So like I could see him going six months, eight months, ten months holding the title just on some domination. It's potentially to like Royal Rumble or WrestleMania. Whoa, Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, you lose it there. Okay, cool. But SummerSlam, SummerSlam's always been that pay per view where I get disappointed, where it's like where the niggas, where niggas, where, where I would think titles would switch hands and it'd be more of the same bullshit. But a lot of like SummerSlam is that that pay per view where like big storylines get even deeper or like get created right. or like big beefs happen. Like that's what I like to see about SummerSlam. Like. Some controversial bullshit that happened that's gonna carry on the next two big pay per views because of it. So, but I feel like that's what I hope. That's what I really anticipate happening because I don't think they'll take the title from Bobby at SummerSlam. I hope they don't. I pray they don't. They. Sh- I really hope. I really hope he beats Goldberg. Like I really do, and it makes me nervous. I hope he, I hope he doesn't just beat him. I hope he beats him like handsomely. Like oh yeah, me too. Me too. Like beats sure. and then he sells out. I hope he takes the mic afterwards and be like, yo, now retire your old decrepit ass out of my ring type shit. <laughs> and like kicks so, him out of that shit and he rolls out. All right. So we can uh, we can we can move on from WWE. I just wanted to the one last thing. I found the tweet that Roman Reigns had put out after John Cena made his return. He said the only two constants in the WWE universe, they all come back, they all acknowledge me. Nothing's different. Hashtag and still. <laughs> I love it. I love it. He, I love it. I love it. He snapped. He snapped. Yeah, so, uh, wow. Yeah. So, uh, what a way to end the segment, huh? No, I know, man. Yeah. Did, we so just do, yeah. did we just do an hour straight of WWE? Bitch. Yeah. Yeah. yeah let's keep it pushing. Yeah. Push. Push. I'll snap, bro. Push. Hey, Woody, you snap, bro. Push. Hey, Bucks so, and Six, pussy hole. Oh no, man! What? Now Bucks, now Bucks and Six, pussy hoes. Oh, Jesus! Yeah, boy, talk about it. No, we don't. Hey, all you gotta do is be like, "Hey, the Bucks won the championship." Next. <laughs> <laughs> you snap hard as fuck. Boring ass shit, man. Or, hey, but I or the, or the Suns nah. went or the, or the Suns went zero and four when uh, CB three came back or was CB three that whole series? Suns and four whole series. Oh, oh, the uh, the COVID shit was the last one, the last series. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, but I will say this: I gotta give my props to Giannis though, just because. And I mean, and I know that he, I, I don't agree that he should have been the Finals MVP, but I do think that we have to give him the Finals MVP. Then, my boy. Um, I, I think Middleton. No, bro, stop it. You know, you gotta be, hey, you gotta be consistent. You gotta be consistent. You can't be Finals MVP if you're not consistent, bro. Giannis dropped eighty every game. I mean, he did. He he did set. Um, well, he did tie the record, the finals record for um, points per game. Come but on. you got to get it to him. But I all right. Like, Chris all right, this man Chris um, showed up at the end. But even that game, that finals game, that that game six, Chris Middleton played ass the entire game up until literally the fourth quarter. Like Giannis literally went on some like my career. No one else is scoring, so I literally have to drive and dunk every play or drive it. 
I, I've never seen that before. And then to do something that nobody's ever expected you to do, which is make free throws. It almost Yo, he snapped it almost with the free throws. Like, almost made me feel like he bro, free throws. Yeah, well, he went seven, 17 for 19, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. It almost makes me feel like you hustled niggas. Like you knew what you were doing this whole fucking time, and now you was like, ha, ha, let me, let me stop playing. Right. That got me upset. I was like, what? So you can shoot free throws this whole time? So next year, if you miss any fucking free throws, I'm calling you trash. <laughs> oh, see, now now you you just made it. You yeah, supported the man and I was with you, but now you made that shit way too extreme, my boy. But if that right. man starts missing, if, if this man goes 57%, 47% from the line next year, I ain't trying to hear it. Fuck that nigga. Okay. That nigga, that nigga glitch. Okay. Not even a cheat code. He a glitch. He a glitch in the system. It was just for the finals. Just for the finals. Somebody took control of him in real life. Bill. If he missed, if he here, goes, man. if he shows up next year, it was like Space Jam. I'm gonna be like, you know what? I knew, I knew this was a fluke. You lame ass nigga. I knew you. I knew your ring ain't count for real. That's what I'm gonna hit him with. You gotta come back next year and and do the same shit. I need. I need. I need at least seventy five percent from free throw line. Next year. You sitting here like I knew you was fluky, bro. I knew you was fluky this whole time. <laughs> I knew you was fluky, bro. At the end of that, hey, cause no, I give him his flowers, but hey, boy, if there was ever a time, to, <laughs> but <laughs> if there was ever a time to win a championship for yeah. This year is the year, boys. <laughs> them boys, them boys is coming back for blood. They're getting it all back. It's in like, blood and it's like year, when you boy. say them boys, them boys is everybody, everybody. The <laughs> Lakers, the Clippers, the Nets. Like I'm almost like everybody. The Warriors, they all coming back for blood, boy, bro. All of every single one. LeBron. <laughs> like next season's gonna be nuts. LeBron. Next season, next almost, season gonna be nuts. I can almost guarantee Giannis ain't getting there next year. That's why he's doing all this happy yeah. go lucky shit right now. Cheesing as hard as he is right now because he know, like, yo, oh, he know he got lucky. <laughs> Listen, he was he was a toe away from not being there. So he is a toe away, a beard away, a no brush away, an ankle away, a flat earth away. From really being you done, snap, you snap, you snap, you snap, you snap, you snap. You really, like, you really got to thank God every day, honest, because you ain't had no. Oh God, oh God, you had no business being over there. Them niggas had oh Bobby God. Porter's eating, bruh. DeAndre Ayton disappointed me, bro. Well, I mean, Giannis went and got his ass, no, bro. bro. It has nothing to do with Giannis. It has nothing to do with Giannis. Why is Bobby yeah. Portis <laughs> dropping sixteen? I mean, Bobby Portis wasn't a scrub, though. Bobby Portis isn't a finals nothing. You're not supposed to be seeing Bobby Portis drop 16 in no finals. He hasn't been beaten in that entire series. There's no reason why DeAndre... He's not even supposed to be on Aiton's level of doing anything. There's no reason why Brooke Lopez should have been in his bag. Why is niggas telling me Brooke Lopez is in his bag this series? You're not supposed to be letting Brooke Lopez and Bobby Portis get in a bag and you're DeAndre Aiton. That's like... That's like if 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 fucking um if Mikael Bridges or fucking who who else one of the other niggas on a team on, on the on the Suns team that I feel like shouldn't be holding they shouldn't be holding Giannis's jock strap. If a nigga ain't supposed to be holding your jock strap, you ain't supposed to be letting a nigga come in there in the finals game. I understand it's a regular season. Every dog get a bone in the regular season, but these garbage ass niggas that's been garbage all year. Brooke Lopez shouldn't be eating. Why is Brooke Lopez? He went from a liability to oh Brooke Lopez is in his bag crossing niggas. Dunking on niggas. Why? He's 80. 
Nels, correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't Brooke Lopez on the All NBA um, defensive team this year? I don't know. Scoring. That's a good question. I'm talking about. Correct me if I'm wrong. I hope you. I'm just saying, bro. Brooke was Brooke was playing solid the whole year, bro. I'm not. I'm not. I can't give you that one. Bro, Brooke, I'm not talking Brooklyn is Brooke, 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 I'm talking I'm comparing Brooke Lopez to DeAndre Ayton here in a in a matchup of being in front of each other. Who all NBA, all defensive second team. Yeah, that's right. Who is yeah. supposed to win that matchup? DeAndre Ayton versus Brooke Lopez. DeAndre Ayton versus Bobby Portis. These are sinners. Okay, well, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, well, Bobby Portis, I understand, but Brooke. I, I I mean I understand you saying he old, but Brooke is still nice. But and he got a little corner. Okay, so tell me right now that you expect, now, like, so tell me right now that you expect but you going into the series, you expect Brooke Lopez to outperform DeAndre Ayton. I expect it to be even. So that's a good point. That's a good argument. That's a good argument. That is a good argument. I ain't gonna sit there and say I expected Aiden to take off on Lopez and Lopez was gonna be trash. I thought it was gonna be even. I did. And Aiden, honestly, I'm telling you, Aiden the first. Two games. Two games, yeah. Was lit. Budenholzer needs to get a lot more credit. The switches exactly. that he made, Drew Holiday on Chris Paul, and having Giannis switch over to Aiton, that's a big deal. Yeah, I'm not discounting it, but I'm mentioning specific players that shouldn't have been taken off in that series for you to lose that series. There's certain guys when you're – we're talking about finals. I don't, like, what we see – we see games all the time. Like, I, I, if, if uh, Drew Holiday is Ian, I'll accept it. If And mind you, this is me as – Analyzing why you lose a game, like yes, stars do what they do, but also the playoffs is where your supporting cast do what they' supposed to do. But if a guy like Drew Holiday eats, cool all day. If a guy like Chris Middleton eats, cool all day. If a guy like, um, was it Chris Middleton? I said Chris Middleton. If a guy like, what's the other guy's name? Um, even if fucking PJ Tucker gets a little goes off a little, I expect that. I'm not expecting it from from a, from Clint Port from 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 Bobby Portis. I'm not expecting for the, the 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 clinching the the game the the series clinching game for Bobby Portis to be one of the damn shining stars on that team compared to everybody else on the Suns. Like nobody else on the Suns outside of what Chris Paul, you could say has a better game than Bobby Portis. I saw that. That's Bobby Portis. Right, okay, I got you. All right. Like that's I got you terrible. You're not supposed to win if Bobby Portis has a better game than every starter on your team except for Chris Paul. He has a better game than Devin Booker. How the fuck? He has a Devin, he has a better, he has a better game than DeAndre Ayton. Okay, bro, you can stop snapping on us now, bro. We agree with you, damn. And he ugly as shit. He look like some shit off South Park. And y'all letting that nigga win a fucking series. Shout out to Blue Moser, bro. Real talk. Shout out to Budenholzer. Shout out to Middleton. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Portis. Rather than you think he drug uh, Drew. Listen, look Drew. at this nigga, bro. He look like Kenny. The black. <laughs> <laughs> this is who was out there dropping 15 on niggas, bro. Like a cool 15, too. Like three pointers, yeah. rebounds, dunks, and all. Listen, bro. let me tell you about my dog J R U E because I know there's still people out there that spell it D R E W. It's not Drew, it's Drew. All right? You needed to get my dog some respect. All right? Period, point blank. My dog my dog really put CP on some pressure. He ain't put no clamps on him, but he definitely gave him that pressure. My dog. Shout out my dog, Drew, man. I'm happier for Drew than anybody. First off, you want to hear something crazy? You want to know what's happening right? Is it today or tomorrow? Is it either today or tomorrow? You know that... 
Um, freaking so they waited for uh Devin Booker to finish his final series. The US um the US uh basketball organization that's over the Olympics and all that other stuff, they're sending a private jet to scoop up Booker to take him over to Tokyo. You know who he's gonna be on the jet with? Middleton and Drew Holiday. Middleton and Holiday. Middleton and Holiday, boy. What an awkward plane. No, it ain't. I'll look at them niggas like I'll give y'all both 40. Fuck both of y'all niggas. <laughs> I'll be on that plane like yeah. I'll be on that plane like can't neither of y'all stick me. <laughs> he, ain't, he, ain't give Drew, he ain't give Drew 40, but he definitely gave Middleton 40. I, 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 I was like, I would look at them in on that plane. It was like, yo, on any given day, I will give either of y'all 40. That's facts, <laughs> but them boys got the ring though. They can, and so do the many niggas. But Charles, that won't stop Charles Barkley from saying, nigga, I could whoop y'all. That's true. Charles <laughs> Barkley will definitely tell these boys what it is. Like that's I, you remember, you remember, you remember that game when I gave you. 45. Right, like that's good. <laughs> say thank you. You remember that? Say thank you. I, I hope you remember that. Because if you remember that, I'm you know, you, you know, you know to me right now. Yeah, 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 for sure. He's like, yeah. hey, that was a team ring you won. We're on the individual plane right now. And yeah. I will individually <laughs> give y'all boys 40. I will individually win the finals yeah. between three. Right, one on one. If me, you do a finals one on one, I win. I win four. <laughs> um, ah. And then he gotta go to the and then he gotta go to Tokyo and you gotta win exactly. you gotta be MVP of the whole shit. You gotta go over there and drop. That's what I was gonna say. That boy gonna be dangerous when they know, get he upset. To the that nigga mad. Like he gotta be mad, bro. You had a 2-0 lead, bro. It was yours to it was yours to win. You y'all lost it. He was tight. And then when y'all was losing. Reporters had the nerve to ask you, hey, how frustrated are you for CP3 right now? Like, bro, bitch. fuck it. Next question. <laughs> I'm frustrated, bro. I just y'all, yeah, we asked me about another nigga. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, bro, they frustrated for him. I'm frustrated for me. The fuck? The hell are you bro, when they, ask that, when they asked that question, I was sitting there like, like, we I'm lost the game. Man. We lost the game with me, with, the, with, with our big three dropping 80. Awkward. Do you realize they lost game five? And they they big three dropped 80 points together. That's crazy. 82 points to be exact. And you lost. Hell yeah, I'm upset. I dropped a 40 piece and lost. I'm upset. CP dropped twice. 20 twice. and 11 and we lost. He dropped a 40 piece twice. DeAndre Ayton dropped 20 and 10. And we, like, they all had a double. No, he had 40. Chris Paul had a double double. Eight has a double double and we lose. And then every starter drops double digits and we lose. <laughs> That's crazy. Coaching. Oh my God. You're not supposed to lose that game. That's fact. But you let Chris Middleton. We let Chris Middleton every other game pretend like he's Giannis. Pretend like he pretend like he like he Kobe. Pretend like he Dame. Every other game, this nigga just I'm gonna drop 30 today. Is that all right? <laughs> what? What? You right about that, bud? Yeah, I'm listening. You, you snapping right? And Chris Middleton like a puffer fish. Y'all got, y'all got that. Oh my gosh! Stop doing this, bro. Stop it. Y'all got these koi fishes out here. Stop it. Man, anyway, um, winning. NFL coming back in four weeks, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I got, I got that's, what, that's what that's what really matters. Chris Middleton like an eel. Yeah, I got that nigga out of winning rings. 
Bro, you really like you really out here like snapping on these kids, and they didn't do nothing to you. Well, hey, they might have the ugliest team in the NBA now that I think about it, because Giannis a pretty crazy looking nigga too, right? And then Drew, this man is wild, bro. And then Drew, <laughs> Drew like a burnt comb. They all just, bro. What did these boys do? What did these and boys then, do? And then bro, Lopez, Lopez was like a Sims character. Brit Lopez, Brit Lopez, whole face looked like he's like he supposed to be on Timmy Turner or some shit. <laughs> Don't do that. I like you know Timmy who Turner. you know who you know. He looked like Doug Dibidome, like a, a young version. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> bro, you got it. <laughs> All right, I'm done. Congratulations to y'all. I forgot they even had a damn parade. I didn't even know they did that. Bucks and six. What did, did the parade at? In front of the corner store? Stop, bro. <laughs> What's up with you, bro? Like, stop, man. Bro, stop. Wow. Listen, don't hey, support this boy. Where no do more. you have a parade in Milwaukee, though? It's a fucking city, bro. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's a city, it's like, city. Like, yeah, like, bro. Like, what do you they, think they, they drive their cars like? They got dirt roads in Milwaukee. Niggas out there having a parade on cheese on cheese floats. Man, you think they drive around in like horse-drawn carriages? Like, what the fuck do you think this <laughs> yeah, is? Bro, bro. Like, Them niggas out there on like, caribou. Oh, caribou. <laughs> caribou. Bro, bro. You're, you're making me mad. You're, All right. you're legit All making right. me mad. Well, we might as well Man. keep the conversation in Milwaukee and switch over to uh, Green Bay. Um, oh, shit. <laughs> Where the the Aaron Rodgers drama? This man is still laughing, bro. Like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's take a break and let's recenter ourselves real quick because this man is still laughing, bro. Let us know when you good, bro. All right, advance the week, bro. I'm straight. I'm straight. I'm straight. Let's go. Wait, bro. So far, what we hear, we heard Kenny from South Park. Puffer fish, eel, Doug fucking, Doug, <laughs> <laughs> fucking the, the victory a, a parade. Sims character. The victory parade. They ride it on caribou. <laughs> 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 boy, boy, boy got the victory parade in front of a ninety-nine cent store. <laughs> oh, these niggas. I'm stop for I have niggas from Milwaukee. I've never met right. somebody from Milwaukee, so um, right. I know, gonna, one, like, I know one person. They gonna hate our podcast, bro. Right. Great, all, I know all one, fifteen I'm... of y'all. <laughs> all three of y'all. Sorry, I could you know clear out. How many electoral right. votes to get over there? I don't know, like point like three. So there ain't no point, bro. <laughs> <laughs> nah, they're one of the they're one of the swing states, ain't it? Ooh. Yeah. I think, so. I think Wisconsin? Yeah, I think so. yeah, I believe so. Might be. Let me yeah, start talking sure. shit about them boys. I think, like, yeah, they're right over there by Michigan, I think. Let me leave them boys alone. I'm done. You sure? Yeah. They got they got 10 electoral votes. Yeah, that's a nice little chunk. That's pretty, that's that's not, not bad. bad. That's a nice little chunk. Not bad at all. All right. Nice little chunk. So, staying in Wisconsin, like I said, we're just going to switch over to, to Green Bay. And, actually, one of the owners of the Milwaukee Bucks so I wonder if he gets a ring. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, NBA champion. Um, 
<laughs> news came out. He is. He is. He's getting a ring. He's he's getting getting a ring. Wait, wait, what? He's For what? A ring. He's, a, he's, he's, a part, a he's part owner of the Bucks. They dead a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why are so, that, that, Tom? Because yeah, Tom, called. you ain't got no ring, yeah, Tom. Yeah, Tom, yeah, you ain't got called. no NBA ring. The fuck? Let me call. Let me call. Tom. Like, I, I, Wondering you'll let never call, have. Let me call Tom real quick. Yeah. Tell that, that boy go get that some. Man, go get some steak in Miami real steak. quick. Uh, he might own some steak in the Celtics, man. Uh, <laughs> fuck. All right. So, um, so Aaron Rodgers' news came out. It's actually old news that's just kind of resurfacing because, like, numbers wise, um, you know, it, earlier in the year it was reported that Aaron Rodgers had turned down a two-year contract. You know, because he wanted, Massive. because I guess the guaranteed money and, you know, he wanted like, he wanted a longer contract with more security. He, he didn't, didn't care. Deal. He didn't care that this contract would have made him the highest uh, player in the league, highest paid player in the league. It wasn't about the money for him. It was the long-term security. Uh, mm-hmm. So, and he want, he wants to play and he doesn't want to be, you know kind of kicked off the team after a year or two because honestly that's really what it comes down to you don't trade up to draft a quarterback if you plan on sitting him for seven eight years if that's how long i feel like i have left in me so you're you're drafting him you're drafting you're you're moving up to draft somebody that quick because you're planning on replacing me at some point yeah like in the in the near future like there's expectations when you're when you're a first rounder there's expectations for you to start in the first few years yeah. Right. Especially being a QB. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I see where it's coming from. And then, uh, you know, reports came out earlier this week that a, uh, a cleaning service was ordered to Aaron Rodgers' home to do a deep cleaning. And they say that a lot of times players will do this, you know, before the season starts, before training camp, rather, you know, because they've been away from their homes for a few months. Uh, however, so, you know, Everybody in Wisconsin started speculating, oh, that means he's coming back. You know, he's prepping his home to get ready to come back. Uh, well, it was confirmed on the Pat McAfee show where Aaron Rodgers said he never calls for a deep cleaning because Pat had been saying, you know, what if he's just doing this deep cleaning because he's about to put the house on the market? Is he ready to go? So cause that's not his main place of residence anyway. So, yeah, and Aaron confirmed. That deep cleaning thing that a lot of players typically do—that's not something he normally ever does. So, y'all just thought they're starting rumors. Exactly. Yeah, yep. <laughs> so I, I don't know what this means for Aaron Rodgers' future in Green Bay. Um, I don't know. Things could get crazy here in these next couple of weeks. I'm happy because training camps are starting back up starting this week. Um, you know, we Which will tell us a lot. Right. It was announced that the Dallas Cowboys will be featured on Hard Knocks this year. Um, so we'll, we'll get that insight. I think that was kind of one of the more boring options probably. Yeah. Just because there's really no story there outside of Dak's comeback from injury. Exactly. It's really the only right. thing that people kind of would care to see. I think it would have been, would have been crazy Jacksonville 
You know, you got Trevor Lawrence. You Jacksonville would have been great. You got, Tim, been you got Urban Meyer. You got Tim Tebow trying out a new position. You know, like or is he going to spend time in the quarterback room too? Like that. That right. would have been like miraculous. Gar- like miraculous. Yeah, I think yeah, Minshew's still there. So like, who knows? Like that. Th- I think yeah, that would have been. And he already. Yeah, that would have been better. That kind of. I think they kind of rested Garter, on is, the whole is, America's is team. Minshew, is he expecting he a trade? That's he requested a trade, yeah. Gardner Minshew. Oh, Gardner, requested, okay. re, Yeah, he requested a trade. Why the fuck they going to trade his ass? That's the thing. Like, he wants to be a starter. I don't know where he would get traded to. Like, there's no there's no really options for him. Maybe the Colts, like, potentially, you know, as, like, a backup. You know, Carson Wentz starts playing bad again. Maybe the Giants, you know, things like that. But there's no really immediate place for him to be a starter. Um, but I don't know if you guys have seen, um, I don't like the NFL came out, I think it was either yesterday or maybe it was this morning, but they came out about the report about if an unvaccinated player, um, tests positive for COVID-19 that that team, if they don't have enough players that they would have to forfeit the game. And that is why like a lot of these teams are trying to get over that 85%, um, threshold. Um, and you know, a lot of, a lot of former players have spoken out about the vaccine. A lot of current players have talked about the vaccine. Um, Cole Beasley being one of the biggest ones. Um, Mark Cuban actually told, or is it, I think it was Mark Cuban, I believe, but, um, he said, you know, he told him, you know, he's like, if you're, if you get the vaccine, I will give your wife a stake in the Pfizer vaccine or something like that, you know, right. like Three, they get three percent or something, but I think it was interesting today because um, um, DeAndre Hopkins made a very interesting tweet, and he said, "Never thought I would say this, but being in this, being in a position to hurt my team because I don't want to partake in the vaccine is making me question my inner my my future in the NFL." Hmm. And I think, you know, I think it's very interesting because it's like. This isn't something that's being required as a, you know, as a country, you know, they're, they're, you know, they're recommending everyone to get the vaccine, but it seems now, it seems now like, yeah, exactly. It seems now like it's being forced. You, it's either you're going to have it or you might potentially be without a job. And I think that this could really affect a lot of younger players, like first year, second year players that, you know, are on that bubble. You know, like, oh, maybe I'll make the team. Maybe I won't. But if I don't have the vaccine, I'm definitely not going to be on the team. I think that's what it's going to start doing. Um, what's your thoughts? Sheesh. I mean, this is a tough, it's a tough, it's a tough situation, man. You know what I mean? Like, what happens if you don't want to do it? You just you can't play. That's what it's looking like, that's, and that's what that's people on social it. media are hitting them with. Like, well, if you just got, it's say people, are, uh, yeah, that's what it's about to be looking like. Unless they, unless they fight then, against it, which they can by law, because we need to. Like, I feel like COVID is a, has kind of changed the perception of what how people treat health and vaccines and different types of things. Um. I mean, when we were growing up, we used to be told like you have to get the flu vaccine or this vaccine to go to class, to go to school, and this and that and the third. But mm-hmm. you've never really seen anything as a, like a grown adult 
outside of maybe a TB, if you're working like in a hospital, that's the only time I've ever had to get a mm-hmm. TB test is if I was working in a specific field. Um, but everything else as a grown adult, you're always always been very optional unless you're certain you're depending on what field you're in. Yeah. So I think, I think when I before I went to college, I had to get like a meningitis. Right. Mm-hmm. Or something like that. Like, yeah. And I don't think I've yeah. had to do that. You feel me? Like, I think by the time yeah. I got there, it was, that was, that nah, was I don't know. Do yeah. You feel me? So it's like, yeah, it should never be, it should never get to a place where you're not like, if it, if, if something like this is starting to affect sports to where like people are losing jobs in sports, then that, that shows me that one, this is getting too political. <laughs> this is getting really too, this is really, it's getting too political because now you're, you got literally celebrity like people that are making money doing sports that are getting told you're not going to be able to play. You might not play because of not trying to take a vaccine. That's very unheard of. It's very new. So I feel like yeah, it's, 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 you're, 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 so, you're pretty much you're pretty much forcing their hand. Is yeah, what you're exactly. Well, I don't. Yeah. The person yeah. that he has to make that decision in his head is like is already a problem enough. Right, but why couldn't why couldn't the NFL just do something like a hold harmless to where like, hey, if you're unvaccinated, you're taking that the liability for that to where it's, if it's, you get sick and something happens because of COVID, like that's on you. Like you took that you. risk. We're not, like, we're not we're not paying you. We're not doing this. We're not yeah. doing that. Sure, do I, that. Like, I like something that. I like that. I prefer that. Like, like I don't I understand because then I feel like players would get on board because hey, they can play and not get vaccinated if they don't want to get vaccinated. No, you don't have to have special mm-hmm. protocols for them and stuff like that. Like it's exactly whatever they're doing. Yeah, because the, bro, the COVID protocols are crazy. Like, yeah, it's nice. every, like if you if you have it, like if you like or no, like if you have the vaccine, if you don't have the vaccine, you can't leave the team hotel at and all. Thing, and the thing well, is, that make yeah. the thing is that don't even make sense because even like especially when you start seeing that, dude, people that are getting the vaccine get are still catching the the, the fucking virus. Yeah, exactly. Like it's, you're not stopping anything, so it's like, what are your protocols based off of, like, so that you can show the world that you're doing what you're supposed to do, or because you actually have a plan in place that actually makes sense and that's actually keeping people safe? When really, at the end of the day, it seems just like we got to just check off these boxes and make sure that we're showing ourselves doing something, rather than just letting these players do whatever they want. Yeah. So I thought with that. Though. You're right. It's a great point. Yeah. Exactly. And um, even Jalen Ramsey had some pretty good points about it today. And like you were saying, Dylan, like, you know, he was like, you know, it's it's people's choices. But, you know, I know people that are still having that still that get to have the vaccine are still getting COVID. Right. So it's like, you know, how can you tell me that I need to get it, even though I'm still going to could potentially get it? Right. That's um, a great point. Um, the Damn. next. That's crazy, bro. And, you know, I, I don't know, bro. I feel like at the end of the day, dog, like you should be able to be accountable for yourself as a grown man. Um, I think preventing these guys from playing is going to be a, a tough one. Um, the eighty-five percent is crazy. I heard Michael Irvin went off on like all the Cowboys. He did. Like no, on all the Cowboys. It. Yeah, like yeah. he went on all. He went off on all the boys on some like yeah, like y'all are tripping, whatever. And I'm like, bro, like, bro, you can't force people to freaking get a vaccine. Yeah. That's tough, um, um, I do. Um, I have a little bit of sad news coming out of NFL. Um, one of the the passing game coordinator for the Jets, um, Greg Knapp, he unfortunately passed away today. He was um hit by um, a car yesterday 
um, while he was on his bike. What? Um, he had been a he had been a coach in the NFL for the last um, twenty eight years. That's crazy. Yeah, and I feel like, and I don't know, like I just feel like as a driver, you have to be so cautious of people on bikes, and I think that there needs to, like, yeah, there needs to be something done more with that. Um, okay, this is like NFL rumor world, but I don't know. Have you guys been hearing this pickup? For Deshaun Watson potentially to the Eagles, I heard about that. Uh, yeah, I, I don't heard about, about it, it, but I did hear it's, it. It's been picking up steam lately. At first, it was kind of cold, but today there was a report that came out by someone with a team reporter for the Eagles and said, "Once Deshaun Watson is available, it's a ninety percent chance that the Eagles are trading for him," which would include. And the latest trade I saw was um, Jalen Hurts, two firsts, and Zach Ertz. That's not a bad look. No. That's not a bad look at all. You just don't know how, I mean, just don't know how all this shit's going to play out. That's the whole thing. Gonna, but that, and that's what I was going to say. Because I was going to say, like, it's getting, it's kind of been like, you know, it's been what? Two three months ish since like these this and it's been silent since that that initial um that initial NFL report where they were talking about how some of the women that came into the NFL office and then some of them weren't taken seriously and things like that and then money 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 being exchanged somewhere exactly um some other news I have. Um, long-term linebacker for the uh, Steelers, Vince Williams, unexpectedly retired. Uh, it seemed like it was like a bang-bang move. They signed Melvin Ingram, and then he announced that he was retiring from the NFL. So, oh, I don't know if he like if he like knew he was going to get traded or something. Um, but let's see what else. Uh, oh yeah. Um, you already told you well, no, you didn't say it, but um, St- um, Steve Stephon Gilmore, right? Stephon. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Stephon Gilmore um reported to training camp. Um, Buddha, you're saying a little bit about the Melvin Ingram approach. Yeah. Really? So, well, I- I'm wondering what what approach he's going to take if he's a full participant. You know, once pads can come on and stuff like that, or if he's going to do the Melvin Ingram approach where Melvin Ingram, you know, instead of doing a complete holdout for his contract, he showed up to training camp and participated in warm-ups and everything. But when it came to actual, like, physical contact, he stayed on the sidelines. Um, and, I mean, he wanted an extension. It didn't happen for him. He ended up becoming a free agent. So I'm interested to see what, what approach that Gilmore takes. Yep. Sacks. We'll see what happens, though, as time progresses. Definitely. Yeah, man. Um, and, I've, and I've also heard that trade talks for Xavier Howard have picked up as well. Um, I believe that Miami is looking to get a first-rounder in return. Oh, send um, to the Raiders. I wouldn't, we'll doubt first. That's fine. I wouldn't doubt it. I know that there's going to – you know, he's <laughs> he's top five corner in the league. Easily. He's definitely worth the first-round pick, you know. He was all. He's been all pro for two years consecutively. This man is on top of the game. 
It's just about right finding. It's just about finding the cap room because he's. I'm sure he's going to want a new hey, deal. Precisely, he's going to want that Jalen. He, he's going to want to top Jalen Ramsey's deal, and Jalen Ramsey's already at 20 mil. And you know that's the only thing. It's like that sucks. Is because now every all these players are expecting more and more money, and the cap, the cap is barely expanded. Like you know, I think it hey. went up like a couple million. It's not really going up a significant amount. So I don't know how you can play, pay four players on your team more than twenty million. Right, right. That's, that's most. That's most of your cap right there. Yeah, All right. a good a good chunk of your cap for sure. I mean, we the the cool thing about the offseason is is that as slow of a process as it is, watching watching all the pieces fall in and seeing what the teams have to do, especially when you understand the salary cap. Because I think sometimes people don't get it. Like when you front load a contract, back load a contract, when you put more money into the signing bonus, but then you make their year to years less. Like, yeah, you can pay 20 million, but how are you doing that? Are they getting 15 million in the signing bonus? And then that way you can backload the rest and they just get paid 5 million for the next four years or whatever the case may be. It's kind of interesting to see what was going on. So yeah, for sure. For sure, but um, man, it, I, I I miss y'all boys, man. It's been it, it's fun doing this again. Uh-huh. Uh, but before before we finish up, you know we got to do underrated bars of fame. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm taking I'm taking an R&B path today. I don't even know if he really registers as R&B, but he fire. Um, <laughs> no pun intended. Brent Fires is that how you say his name? Fires, 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 yeah, Fires. Um, is that What's his actual name? I'm doing trust. Um, is that? I don't know if that's his real name. Yeah. So, trust underrated bars of fame, Brent. Got too many hoes. Oh, his real name is Brent um, Christopher Brent Wood. There you go. Okay. So, <laughs> either you down or you ain't. You either riding or you can't. Down or you ain't. You told me I could trust you. Don't lie. I could really use it. Everybody need love, even Negroes like me. Either you down or you ain't. You told me I could trust you and I could really use it. So much I want to talk about, but I ain't got no one to talk to. Shit, I don't. I'm always trying to work it out, but somehow it always falls through. And I know that I get rough, but I just want to feel love. Sometimes either you down or you ain't. You either riding or you can't. Real shit. You told me I could trust you. Stay 10 toes down for a Negro. Don't lie. I ain't running game on you. I could really use it. Stay 10 toes down for it, shawty. Stay 10 toes down for a young man. You told me I could trust you. Shorty, stay 10 toes down for a young man. And I could really use it if I tell you, will you use it when I'm low? Hood fame, everybody know my name when I come through, but nobody scream it like you. I was having visions with you, doing things, switching lanes in the beamer with you. And swimming in deep water saved me from my sorrows. Swimming in deep, just some peace is all I need. So why can't I get that for free? You told me I could trust you. Stay 10 toes down for it. Don't lie. I ain't running game on you. I could really use it. Stay 10 toes down for it, the shawty. Stay 10 toes down for it. I could use your loving, your trust. You told me I could trust you, shorty. Stay 10 toes down. If I tell you, uh, and I could really use it. If I tell you, will you use it when I'm low? Trust by Brent Fires. Nice. I like that. Listen, you, the song sounds yeah, even better. Yeah, I will Listen, I will share it with you guys right now. It's a great song. Um, I started a brand new playlist with songs of the same vibe. I can also share is that with on, you guys too. Is it on Spotify? No, it's not on Spotify. It's on Apple Music, young man. I'm sorry. But I can take pictures of the songs and I can take a picture of my playlist and send that to you. That works. 
There you go, my guy. There you go. All right. So, Buddha. 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 Tell them how they can read us on email. Uh, ballsportspodcast at gmail.com. What about on Instagram? Balls underscore sports underscore podcast. Twitter. Balls underscore podcast. And Facebook. Ball Sports Podcast. Well, there it is. We are done. How many times have we done this episode, Buddha? Shit. A hundred and... Uh, hold on, give me a second. Keep doing your shit. I got what you. are we? One, okay, well, we, we finishing up with you guys. We appreciate it, man. Y'all could have been listening to any other sports podcast in the world, but you listen to us and we really appreciate that. Just keep giving us these lists and these clicks and we're going to keep giving you this bomb-ass content to ride to the box and potentially get high to. 197 times, baby. We are three weeks away from big number two double O. You know what I'm saying? So, like Wheezy, we out of here. Yeah, bye, hoes. Silly nuts. Little scallywags. I got that. Okay.